Hey everybody, good, what, morning I think? Welcome to REI In Your Car, this is Joe. Hope you're doing well. I just dropped my son off at piano camp. He's doing this um, one week long summer camp for pianists. <laughs> Sounds kind of weird saying that. But anyway, he's really, really good. I'm super proud of him. Uh, just playing piano. You know, he likes doing it. He's really good at it. Sometimes he doesn't like us making him practice. But he's such a good kid. Anyway, uh, and he's enjoying this piano camp. I am uh, getting ready to go to a Panera, to work from a Panera. Our house is about 30, 45 minutes away where my office is. So I don't usually go back home. I usually work at a Panera or Starbucks or right out of my car. In fact, I have a coaching call in a little bit, a big group coaching call, and I'm not sure if I'm going to do it from my car or from the Panera, because it's kind of weird when you're talking on the phone or on, to, you know, whatever, and people can hear you. I'm always a little too self-conscious about that. It sounds kind of weird. Um, so I wanted to talk about today, you know, like, I don't even know if I have an answer for this or if I have any good advice, and I'm thinking if I just talk about it, maybe I'll come up with some, but... I don't know. I mean, it's like the market is hard, right? I get it. And the market is challenging. I have a uh, family member that it lives out in somewhere on the West Coast. <clears throat> Northwest. Is that okay to say? Northwest? Something like that. I'm trying not to be too specific in case they're listening or in case somebody who knows them is listening so let me just say they're on the east coast <laughs> they're in the southeastern part of the united states how about that uh okay so the market is competitive right it's really competitive out there and it's been competitive for a long time and they're wanting to this person is a self-employed and he's been working for himself doing really well making good money uh, but he doesn't have two years of tax returns showing his self-employment, right? And it's ridiculous sometimes. It's harder for a self-employed person making $2 million a year to get a mortgage than it is for someone who has a W-2 job making 50000 a year. The banks would rather lend a W-2 employee making fifty grand a year than to a um, self-employed businessman making five times as much. It's ridiculous. Excuse me, I got hiccups all of a sudden. Hold on. That's frustrating. I don't know what it is. It happens to me a lot. Does that happen to anybody else? Do you get hiccups when you start talking? Um, uh, there's got to be something wrong with me. So anyway, this, this... So they can't get a mortgage right now. And the bank has said you might be able to get a conventional loan. 
not a Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac loan or FHA loan or whatever because you don't have enough work history and you need to have 20, 25% down. And so they just need more time. They have good income. Their credit is good. They just don't have proof of viable income or, or um, you know, income to that they can do a W-2 or tax returns with or whatever. So they're looking to do a lease option on a house and they want to lease a house for a year or two and then buy it, which is great. But when you look at their market, again, it's competitive. There's not a lot of sellers that want to do lease options on their houses because they can just list their house for sale and sell it. And in this market, a lot of people are doing that right now. They're sticking the house on the market. The It's getting multiple offers, many offers over list price. And it's the same with rentals right now as well in this market. Rentals, they're going really fast. And um, hold on, I gotta look at a map. So I told him, I said, yeah, you're right, it is hard, right? And it's, it's definitely harder now than it was two, three years ago to find a motivated seller that would be willing to lease option a house. But guess what? There are still motivated sellers out there. And it's one of the things I told him to do was I said, go to Zillow and just look up all of the houses that are listed for rent that you like and ask them if they would do a lease purchase. And I sent him a screenshot from Zillow from my phone of this neighborhood and I just did a looked at all of the homes that were under a certain amount of rent over three plus bedrooms and I said here and these are all single-family homes I think there was 238 homes listed for rent and I said here you go here's call 238 call them and he I, I was curious to know I mean I kind of had a feeling of what he was going to respond with and sure enough he did he said the dreaded two words yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, that doesn't work in my market. Yeah, but, that doesn't work when the market is hot. Yeah, but, that doesn't work when the market is cold. Yeah, but, that doesn't work when the market is flat. Yeah, but, that doesn't work in my market. How many times I hear that every single day almost from people. Now, I'm not on a rant, I'm not trying to complain. But I've heard it when the market is hot, I've heard it when the market's cold, flat, nobody knows what's going on. I hear it all the time, so what is it? I don't know. <laughs> so he said, yeah, but these houses are not, we don't like the neighborhoods, we don't like the areas where these homes are. And I said, you know, maybe you just need to move like to another city then. Maybe you need to move somewhere else in another state. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to try to convince you that you should, that you can or you should do this. You know, if you don't like it, just rent a regular normal house or stay where you are. Um, or, I don't know, move. So, I don't know what to say. And sometimes I get, I get frustrated with this, but at the same time I'm exasperated because, in a sense, they're right. It is harder. It is harder to do deals now than it was a year or two ago. But when I just when I start to get discouraged, like uh, you know what? Yeah, but maybe they're right. I'm become a, I become a yeah butter myself. Uh, I, I talked to a friend, and I won't mention it who it is because maybe he doesn't want me to say it. But I've interviewed him on the podcast before. He just wholesaled a deal 
somewhere over on the west or east coast. <laughs> All right. He made $120,000 on this. And it wasn't a rehab. It was a straight-up, traditional, wholesaling flip. Just got it under contract, flipped the contract, assigned. I don't know, I don't know if he's assigned it or double-closed. Made $120,000 profit. Maybe it was 160. It was over a hundred thousand. It was 120 or something. 120,000 in a real competitive market, real in like real close to where this guy was. I was just talking about, right? And then this same guy, shortly before that, wholesaled a deal, a lease option deal, and made fifty-nine thousand dollars. All right. So, yeah, maybe it doesn't work. Maybe it does. You know, and and if you're in a if you're in a market where you're sitting there complaining and whining and sucking your thumb, like it doesn't work in my market. Fine, it doesn't. You're right, it doesn't. Go ahead and quit, and and leave the leave the marketing, leave the leave those motivated seller leads for those of us investors who refuse to quit and give up. That will go after those leads. We'll take those motivated seller leads for you, from you. Yeah, go ahead, quit your marketing. Do something else, go back to work. You're right, it doesn't work. Bye, see ya. <laughs> that sounds kinda harsh, I know, I'm sorry. So, if you're in a tough market, and I'm not saying it isn't tough, but man, just don't quit, don't give up. I hear story after story after story, and you see it on Facebook, it's one of the, Facebook annoys me to no end. But I, one thing I love about Facebook is seeing the testimonials that people put up there, you know? Somebody in wholesaling houses full-time just put up a check for, like, a $200,000 profit on a deal. Now, was it really $200,000 profit? I don't know. Let's say it wasn't. Let's say it was half, right? Let's say that was just, I don't know, but it was a real check for two hundred grand. Maybe he has to pay off his private lenders. Maybe he had $100,000 in rehab expenses. Okay, who knows? But um, that's a lot of stinking money. Let's say he he was like he only made twenty five percent of that in real profits, right? That's tw uh, what a hundred. That's fifty grand in profit. Okay, so somebody's doing the deals. I googled just yesterday um, foreclosure statistics in the United States. Um, I said foreclosure statistics twenty seventeen, and uh, guess what? There are still a lot of states. Hold on a second here. Got to look at a map again. All right, there's a, still a lot of states that are having foreclosures, and I forget. I just posted this in my coaching group Facebook page. I can't tell you. I can't remember what it was that I googled exactly, or the page that I went to, but it showed statistics of like um, of states with the. Well, there's two statistics. You know what? I should pull it up and share it with you guys because it was really good. Um, it showed there was two pages I went to. I was trying to search for best foreclosure, highest foreclosure states. New Jersey was up there. Um, Illinois was up there. Not surprising. Illinois is crackpot state right now. It's like I don't know why people still want to live there. Anyway, I'm saying that because I don't like the Cubs. So that wasn't nice. But it's like Illinois is in a really bad shape right now. Just their their legislature can't pass a budget for like three years and uh the government's corrupt like three out of the last five governors have gone to prison for fraud and uh 
and the Cardinals are not doing as well as the Cubs right now. Like, the Cubs are doing better than the Cardinals. So, it's like a horrible place to live. Well, who would want to live there? But the uh, foreclosures are still really high, and I forget what the exact numbers were. But California, for example, everybody is looking at California as this amazing state and how awesome it is. They're, they still have foreclosures in one out of every 2,000 homes. So, one out of every 2,000 homes. That sounds like a lot, but it's... It's not, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it actually is. Um, I think New Jersey's one out of every 550 homes is going into foreclosure right now. That's insane. Um, Illinois, I think, is one out of every 700 and something homes are going into foreclosure. So foreclosures are still happening. And even though this market is picking up all across the U.S., there are still motivated sellers out there. There are still sellers who are losing their house to foreclosure. Um, they're renting their houses out because they can't sell them. There's not enough equity. They can't afford a realtor commission. Um, they are selling their houses or renting them out because they had a job transfer. They lost their job. They got a divorce. Something happened in their family. Life happens, you know. And so there are still motivated sellers out there. And you just need to find them. The guys that are crushing it right now. And there are people who are doing deals in this hot market, in every market in the U.S., in every city in the U.S., there are people doing deals. Guess what? They all have in common. They're doing marketing, and they're making a lot of offers, okay? Maybe they have to do twice as much marketing as they did before, but that's fine. It weeds out the beginners, the crybabies, the yeah butters. It gets rid of, like, they, they, they leave the market, and the ones who can stick with it have the fortitude and the determination to not quit or not give up. And this is true for the realtor side of things or the investor side of things. This is true for realtors and investors, okay? Don't quit. Don't give up. And uh, I'm trying to look for where I'm supposed to go. And, and just be persistent. And don't listen to the, the whiners out there who tell you it can't be done because it is being done. And lots of people are making it happen right now. And... Uh, don't be a quitter. Does that make sense? All right, so I think I made my point. And I feel like I need to repeat it, and, but that would be annoying. So I'm not going <laughs> to say what I just said already. I think you got it. I think you get the message. All right, guys, take care. Uh, I'm out of here. And I have to figure out where I'm going. Man, I need to figure this out before I start recording podcasts. Take care, guys. See you. Bye-bye.